This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me, of course, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? It's football talk, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm happy, bro. We're finally back at this. Mm -hmm. Things are going good. So let's get into it. Let's do that. So we're going to do football talk um, first this week. Obviously, it's a little bit late for the episode anyways for this week. But with uh, football about ready to kick off some more this week, we're like, well, let's go ahead and just take care of football talk, and then we'll do wrestling talk tomorrow. So Works for me, man. It works for me, too. All right, so let's get into a dive into some top 25 scores. So we'll take care of some ones that actually matter, because some of these were, you know, just basic beatdowns. Yeah. You know, like Florida State beating down somebody, Georgia beating down somebody, Michigan, blah, blah, blah. All right, we'll first start with the big upset of the weekend. Number 11, Texas went into Tuscaloosa and took down Alabama, 34-24. Broski, what are your thoughts on the upset? My thoughts are you've always got to talk shit about Bama, so there you go, bro. I know, right? You you led with the Bama thing because you can't stand Bama for whatever reason. But I'm just, I'm over Bama. That's, I'm just tired of Nick Saban's awesome, bro. I don't care what you say. I'm not going to deny that he's not. I'm just saying I have Bama fatigue, bro. It's the Dallas Cowboys of college football. But the difference is they, they win, win. championships. I know. I get it. I get it. They I, win. I get it. So. It's, just, it's just the constant. It's always a constant. They, luckily, they win because it makes sense. But still, it's just too much. Mm. I'm, de- I'm done. Had my fill. I'm ready for something else. We're getting close to it. All right, well, let's move on from this subject. <laughs> well, let's we'll talk about how about Queen. Let's talk about Queen Ewers real quick having an excellent game well, there and a go. big stage was healthy, so maybe they would have beat them at Austin last year at home. Just by going on the road and getting that win in Tuscaloosa, that's that's big. Yeah, man. So uh, congratulations to the Longhorns and Queen Ewers, and don't be surprised soon if I get tired of listening about the <laughs> Texas Longhorns. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But it might happen. We never know. It probably will because he doesn't really care for Texas. I really don't. I mean, did you enjoy your little stay in Texas there for a bit? My one stop? Well, whatever. I was in Houston. That was fine. Was it okay? It was cool. It was weird. Little cities are 
Yeah, when they say everything's bigger in Texas, even their little cities are bigger in Texas. <laughs> like, what is it? So you look at a map and you're like, look at these little towns. You go through on the interstate and you're like, this is supposed to be a little town? Right. Holy crap. I'm like, Sealy, Texas is supposed to be a small town? I'm like, this looks like a Do you bigger version get some Mexican food while you're there? No, I should have. Like, that would have been great. I should have. I should have stopped that Mexican I, I mean, I drove right through Louisiana and didn't even stop and get Creole. Oh man! Come I should have got some, or some Cajun food. You know, I should have done that, but you know, it is what it is. Let's move on. All right, the next nice upset of the weekend was Washington State winning at home against number nineteen Wisconsin, winning thirty-one twenty-two. How about now? That that's one? pretty cool, dude. I mean, because think about it. Everybody's always talking crap about the Pac-12 mm-hmm. and all that, and you see them go to a big, big school like that and actually win. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, bro. Yes, sir. That's uh, looking good for the Pac-12, the the last remnants the of the Pac-12. The last little bit of it, yeah. Well, and technically, they are part of the last, well, legit last remnants of the Pac-12 because after this year, it's Washington State and Oregon State by themselves. Uh, Oregon State did crush UC Davis 55-7, to so we don't really need to go over that much. But good job, Oregon State. Uh, good job. Uh, speaking of tank teams going to Texas, Oregon went to Texas. And won a big old nail biter against the Red Raiders of Texas Tech, 38-30. Boy, how dude, that was a barn burner. We were sweating bullets, bro. It was it was crazy, and I I swear I've never been at the edge of my seat the way I was watching that game, dude, because it was just back and forth, back and forth. I was like, oh my gosh, dude, and Tyler Schwab, isn't that what his name is? Chuck. 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 Okay, well, he actually showed out in this game, which I'm sure he did it on purpose because of who he was going against. All right, former being a former duck, yep. Yeah, so uh, it was actually a really good game. It was. It was too much for me, obviously. Uh, I was a night, nightmarish wreck. Yeah, and, and the fact that we had the kids home and all that, you were kind of more... <laughs> Reserved, thank you for that. But you know, it's I, I, I'm sure you were like going crazy on the inside. Oh my gosh, I I looked like probably a duck on rough waters, bro. I was like, okay, calm, okay, someone on the outside, but underneath that water, it's going a mile a minute, baby. It's just me. Oh, it was terrible, bro. But uh, I can't believe though, I called the freaking pick six. Yeah, dude. That was I mean, cool. not called it, called it, but I said ducks need a turnover right here. This game's not going to end well, and boom, right after I said that, goes the pick six, and I'm like, well, <laughs> what do you know? It, right. wor- it worked out. That was pretty cool. Though. Like, we got to get a turnover. Okay, pick six. Like, Thank you. <clears throat> Giving us the final difference of 38-30. Uh, and we're going to talk about this real quick, only because it shocks pundits about the viewership of this game. Number 22, Colorado hosting Nebraska was a little bit of a beatdown in some sense uh, as it was 36-14, but it had more views than the Texas-Alabama game. Dude, that's because of primetime. That is because of Deion Sanders, baby. That is the power of primetime. That's what's awesome, dude, is the fact that they're coming into the league. They're they're supposed to be these underdogs, but they crushed them, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's going to be nice to see where Coach Prime goes, comes along throughout the season. And uh, hopefully they just continue to get better, dude. The only thing I worry about is they are very, like, 
hardcore with their play, mm-hmm. and I'm afraid that the momentum isn't going to last throughout the whole season because, you, you know, the further you get in the season, more injuries, yep. things like that, fatigue. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be really interesting to see. Can they hold up the whole season the way they're playing the, these past couple weeks? Right. My, my also on that, my biggest worry is going to be about Travis Hunter. At what point do you maybe kind of dial him back a little bit Yeah. on one side of the ball? Whichever side you feel that he's not as good. I know he's really talented. We, got, we understand that. We've seen it. We've seen it on both sides. Well, uh, I, honestly, they're pretty set on the offense. I would actually recommend dialing him back on his offensive snaps, letting him fo- mostly focus on the defensive side. Because that is kind of their technical weaker spot. I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, they did shut down, you know, Nebraska a lot better than they did against TCU, obviously, with that barn burner. But, uh, you know, holding Nebraska only to 14 points. And they'll probably look good again this week against Colorado State because they got extra motivation, which we'll talk about here in a second. But I think it would be smart to start dialing back down his offensive snaps a tad um, and just kind of having him more focused. On the defensive side. I completely agree with that. They need to figure out what they're doing with him. <laughs> and the defensive side would be the best spot for him. I mean, you can still like have him on offense a little bit. Maybe put him in where... Yeah, like trick plays or whatever. Trick plays, you know, or, you know, matter, you know, moments that matter. You know, like third oh, down, yeah. late in the game. Maybe he plays a little bit more than he was, you know, earlier in the game. Because it matters now. It's important that we need that extra... You know, solid that extra push, yeah. Yeah, you know, so that's understandable. But like for most of the game, maybe dial it back a little bit. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not nothing against him. He probably can handle it, but you just don't want to risk the possible injury because you'd rather have him and then not have him. You know. Yeah, and that's what I say with this is like, is the whole team going to be able to withstand the season because they do play hard, smash mouth football. They do. So it's going to be interesting. So we had a little bit of war of words this week between Colorado State's head coach. Uh, let me get his name right. I want to get his name actually right. Do, do, do. Jay Norvell. And for those that, that need to know, we're getting all the information from ESPN. Yes, sir. So there you go. But Jay Norville had the audacity to say, and he said, he also, I don't care if they hear it over in Boulder. And I went, oh, that was your first mistake. I'm like, that was a mistake, number one. But he goes, I was raised by my mother to talk to adults fellow or fellow adults without my hat and sunglasses on. I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's Deion Sanders. Um, really, honestly, I think Coach Prime is not as... And, and what's funny is he he wants to run his mouth, but he's not getting the co- he's not getting Deion Sanders. He's getting Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. Coach Prime tells it back just a wee bit. Yeah. But I mean, he's not getting the full on Deion Sanders prime time. I'm gonna run my mouth at you because that's one of the things I loved about him. It was like it was like watching a WWE wrestler mm-hmm. play football. And then play baseball. It's like it was crazy. He could do it all. Deion kind of missed his calling. Probably should have been a WWE superstar. For real, dude. <laughs> or the way he just 
the way he can just talk. But that's the thing where it's just like, though, he doesn't talk about his opponent in a negative fashion. So why are you sparking something? Because you got to dig, man. Well, the only thing, the, the difference is, is Neon, everything that Primetime says, mm-hmm. he can back it up yep. and has. Yep. So I think that's where it's like, you got to be careful what you say to this guy. Cause, mm-hmm. Or about this guy. Yeah. So uh, I, it, Colorado was favored by 24. I have a sneaky suspicion they're probably going to be winning about at least 35. Yeah, I think they're going to try and crush him. Yeah, and then because even Dion said something in the um, uh, post-practice with his team, he was just like, <laughs> they're talking about me. So they made it personal. And Yeah, it's personal. If you're going to take a direct shot, you're making it personal, and now you're – and that team loves Dion. So it's yeah. it's went personal. Uh, one final thing I want to discuss because it's been a hot topic this week also, and it's about Dion. Uh, a lot of people are starting to speculate whether or not he may move on to the NFL. Um, some people don't believe it will be this next year, only because he's going to still have Travis Hunter. Um, his son may come back for another year. But there's a um, rumor swirling that because... Dallas might be in position of looking for a new head coach soon that, you know, they would like to have Dion. Um, what are your thoughts? That would be, that would make sense. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as everything I've seen and heard, it's like Dion doesn't really seem like that's what he wants. But if the opportunity and the money is right, you never know, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, a new a new head coach. That would be great to have Deion Sanders there, dude, especially with the lineage of him and the Dallas Cowboys. Right. And then, you know, maybe maybe move on from Dak Prescott. Maybe try and try and draft your son. <laughs> right. I mean, like keep keep the momentum going with it or something. I don't know. Yeah. So, on uh the herd this week. Uh, which is Colin Coward's show on FS1. Um, Joel Klatt, former Colorado quarterback, by the way, and uh, Fox Sports 1 analyst, um, he said he actually had a conversation with Dion that he doesn't want to be an NFL coach because he says that his calling, he feels, is to be a coach in college. He says, now, does that mean he's still going to be at Colorado forever? He's like, I don't know. But he says, I I have a hard time seeing him going to the next level because Dion even feels like his calling from God himself is to be a mentor to young players who, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of young guys that he's going to be in their lives as a father figure because they never had one. Yeah. And a lot of people and a lot of kids because I mean, he's even called Travis Hunter is basically his son. Travis Hunter basically calls him dad. Because that's basically a father figure to him. I don't know Tra- I don't know enough about Travis Hunter's personal life to know whether or not he's actually had a father or not. And it's, yeah. and it's really none of our business to even go digging that up. Right. Um, but the fact that he has that special bond with Neon says a lot and a lot for the other players on the team. And also, I can't recall exactly who he said it to in an interview. Um, I might have actually been with Joel Klatt that I, I can't remember exactly, though. But he says he doesn't want to be a coach of millionaires because millionaires won't listen. Yeah, I mean, really, they're 
Well, honestly, all they worry about is their money. You know, the next contract is what they worry about. And it's really sad to see when, you know, I mean, even anymore, we don't get franchise quarterbacks yeah. and stick around for a long time because usually if they're not getting what, what they want where they're at, they'll go somewhere else. Yeah, you know, they'll eventually try to work it out where they can leave. So, I mean, no one saw Tom Brady ever leave in New England. No. No one saw, I'm sure no one really saw Matthew Stafford ever leaving Detroit. Um, God forbid Trevor Lawrence ever leaves Jacksonville, but it could happen. Yeah. If Jacksonville, you know, turns south all of a sudden from the progress that they've been making, he could eventually leave. Yeah. Uh, you're hoping, you know, Mahomes doesn't leave, but there's a possibility. But, I mean, that that's a little bit different, too. You're, one, <laughs> you're talking more like quarterbacks that want more of a winning season so they go elsewhere. Yeah. I'm talking about these quarterbacks that are already getting winning seasons but they're not getting what they want in contract. Oh. Just kinda like kinda like um what's his face from Baltimore? Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. Okay. Like seriously? Yeah. I mean like think about it with Joe Shiesty. If he didn't get the contract he wanted there, you think he'd stay? No, he wasn't so, gonna say yeah, so I mean, and but like I said, I just that's why I have a hard time believing any of the rumors. I mean, honestly, it's all speculation. Man. It's speculation. You may actually have to pay Dion like he is a player rather than a coach. Yeah. To get him to even consider it, honestly. Yeah. And I don't know if you're going to pay 20, 25 million, maybe even 30 million a year for a head coach. Yeah. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if Jerry Jones. I wouldn't be surprised if he would be willing to do it. But at the same time, I just, I don't know. That's going to also it's, set a bad precedent. It's really hard to coach men the way you can coach kids. Yeah. Um. Well, that's not, I'm not saying from like an aspect of of like let's say Urban Meyer, for example. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a dick, and he likes that that authority figure type thing and that's why he didn't work in the NFL. Right. Because he was trying to coach men the way he coaches boys. Yeah. But the way Dion is going about it is he is trying to be a mentor mm-hmm. and be there for these 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 boys and these young men trying to bring them up. Yeah. And uh you know you can't do that with with men that already have a mortgage and already have bills and already doing their own thing and it's just like you know, I mean, you could, you could probably mentor some of them. I get it, but mm-hmm. I mean, especially Dion, knowing what he does, knowing what he did being in the NFL and things like that. I mean, it makes sense, but if it's not where his heart is at, it's not going to work out. Absolutely. Plus, the other thing too is you're also going to get more out of out of these younger men because they want you to help them get to the next level. Yeah, they want to. There's there. not another level beyond the NFL. Yeah. It's just, there's no, for some people, it's just about the paycheck. It's not the want to, you know, I want to be the greatest ever at my position. There's some, don't get me wrong. There's there's some that are just like, I want to be the best that ever played at this position. Yeah. But a lot of them, it's here for the paycheck, bro. Anthony and, Richardson. Then put it out there, dude. <laughs> that's a shot. That's a real big shot. But. I mean, I mean, think about it, dude. If yeah. you would have stayed in Florida one more year, you yeah. might have got a chance to go to a better team. I mean, they they did okay on Sunday, but yeah. let's be honest, dude. Yeah. 
So with that, we'll go ahead and use that as our transition to talk about some NFL talk. Let's do it. All right, so we'll just go ahead and start off with that Colts-Jaguars game. The game ended in a 31-21 victory for the Jaguars on the road in Indianapolis. Anthony Richardson had some nice moments, um, but he still made some rookie mistakes. Yep. Uh, you know, and doesn't help, though, when you're being hounded by Josh Allen. Well, he <laughs> also nicknamed Highlander. The Highlander. There can he, only be one. There can only be one, and he is the one. Especially after the way um, somebody else played on Monday Night uh, Football, despite the That's other quarterback, right. uh, the legend quarterback going down that game, which we'll talk about here in a little while. So uh, we already know who the Highlander truly is in Josh Allen's namesake. <laughs> so, um, but uh, man, I just want everybody to have an opportunity. If you haven't seen it, go see one of the plays, and you'll probably just need to look it up. Travis Etienne hustle play. Dude is not even in the frame of the camera in this game. On a pass out to Calvin Ridley, out of nowhere you see somebody in a white jersey come streaking from off camera, on camera, to make a block, and it's Travis Etienne to throw a block for Calvin Ridley downfield. That's awesome, dude. I'm like, yeah. holy crap, where did you come from? And I remember watching the play, and then I didn't, it didn't register that was Travis Etienne. Coming from the backfield until the until after it happened, you're like, Whoa. and then, well, uh, no, I saw the video on freaking TikTok, and I was like, that was Travis Etienne. Yeah, <laughs> they're like Travis Etienne hustle play. I'm like, what do you do? I'm like, man, I remember this play. I'm like, that was Travis Etienne. Holy crap, dude! And they didn't even talk about it. No, they didn't talk about him throwing that block. No, oh, and it was so amazing to just sit there and watch somebody just wrestle. I'm like, that's freaking amazing hustle work, dude. Unbelievable. I love it when guys that, that, That's guys that want to win. Dude. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. I'm glad that he's back with, you know, full health and able to to do what he needs to do. I mean, I mean, you don't really see that with guys. They don't give full on hustle like that, especially when they're getting paid what they do. So. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Um, how about a bit of a grinder on Thursday Night Football to open off the kick off the season? As the Detroit Lions pull off an upset victory over the Chiefs, twenty-one to twenty. Oh man, they've At been, Arrowhead. They've been picking on Patrick Mahomes all week and memes and whatnot. <laughs> and I just, the only thing I got to say about this game is if Travis Kelsey was there, Chris Jones was there, things would have been so much different. Yeah. Let's be honest, bro. I mean, it was a good game, and, <laughs> and Detroit pulled it off, but. Let's be honest, if they were there, it would have been a little bit different. Quite possibly, but also Jared Goff is now undefeated at 2-0 against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Throw that little dig in there. I will. <laughs> Poor Goff. Everybody just kind of threw him away when he went to Detroit. Well, guess what? He's still, he's he's still, still making noise. kicking, man. Still kicking. Still out there kicking, making noise. Detroit Lions, baby. Watch out. NFC North champs. I'm calling it. I don't care what anybody says. We'll talk about the Packers here in a little bit and how well they looked, but it was the Bears, for God's sakes. They yeah. always kill the Bears. They yeah. I, we could probably have one of us go out there at quarterback, and we could probably kill the Bears. We need to go back to the 80s to get some good Bears. 1985. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, some notable games, I guess. We'll just talk about it. The Vikings lost to the Buccaneers at home. Sorry, Broski, your team got slacked by the Niners. I don't yeah, know what the man. hell happened there. They didn't there. even show up to play, dude. It was I was so excited too. I got all dressed up wearing my 
my little polo, my hat. My wife looks at me and goes, you trying to be the coach today? I was like, shh. Like, maybe. Probably could have done a better job of calling that offense than that was done by Matt Canada. Probably, dude, because that that was crazy. Offense didn't look like they wanted to show up. But defense didn't even play like they usually do either. They played so much zone and got picked apart. It It was just a hard watch. Uh, how about a burn burner in Los Angeles? It's the Dolphins and Chargers, 36-34. Dude, that was cool, bro. Yeah. For uh, Herbert, though, all of a sudden the Dolphins decided to bring blitz packages and boom, 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 and the game's over. Right. Just two sacks and also a penalty, and just that was the end of that. And you're just like, Man. we're just like, what in the heck just happened there? Uh, speaking of Los Angeles, we'll go up from L.A. to Seattle, and my team actually surprisingly won. I was surprised. I'm not going to lie. We yeah. actually won without Cooper Cup, uh, an, a makeshift offensive line, and a bunch—I mean, a bunch of first, second-year players and Aaron Donald on defense. Yeah, man, and that, Holy that crap. receiver you guys had—what's his name? Puka Nakua, baby. That guy, he was cool, dude. Now I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but I'm seeing some similarities into his projection as for his career early as. Cooper Cup, and I only say this because if you remember Cooper Cup's early year, two couple years, one he was injured for, he ended up missing sometime in I think his second year. Yeah. But he actually had a little bit of drop issues. Puka had some drop issues in this game, but when they needed him to come up big, he managed to come up big. I'm not saying he's gonna be Cooper Cup, but the similarities are there already, and it's kind of like that's kind of nice to see yeah, somebody who's got reliable that's hands. The skinniest Samoan I've ever seen. We've seen some pretty skinny Samoans. Yeah. We, we also have a Samoan Polynesian kid that used to play at quarterback at Oregon. Oh yeah, but I mean, he looks, and he's he, a backup he in the NFL. He looks bigger. He kind of he kind of buffed out. Yeah, sort of. I give you that, I guess. But I mean, I was surprised. I mean, if we, I didn't think we'd win thirty to thirteen. I can tell you that. If we were going to win, I figured twenty-one twenty, like the Thursday night game. You know, I did not see that happen. It was definitely a good game. I was I was really surprised and happy for you. Thanks. Especially after watching my game, I was like, oh. Yeah, except after watching your game, and now i got to see my team play that team, the Niners. And next week, I'm like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, have fun with that one, bro. At least we're at home, I guess. That makes it somewhat okay. Uh, the Panthers lost to the Falcons 24-10. to Desmond Ritter almost threw a pick right off the get-go, and then they kind of went to a running game pretty much the rest of the way in Atlanta. Uh, the Bengals looked like absolute garbage. The Browns, though, even though they won by 21 points, didn't look a whole lot better winning 24-3. In um, a game that I'm sure everybody was shocked to see this ugly-ass score of 16-15, to Saints beat the Titans. Commanders almost blew a game against the Cardinals. That was crazy, 20-16. to Ravens scored 25, but didn't look that great offensively, and they barely beat the Texans 25-9. And I say barely because, obviously, if you're the Texans and you get some offense going, maybe you can actually steal that game. That's why I said barely. Uh, let's see here. Packers kind of demolished the Bears 38-20. Raiders squeaked by the Broncos 17-16. Eagles oh, got, jumped out to a 16-0 lead and almost blew the game to the Patriots 25-20. Uh, the Cowboys decided to go to New York and just stomp out the Giants 40 to nothing, which kind of shocked the crap out of me because I was like, Giants, you didn't, couldn't didn't put up a point? Do anything. Couldn't, nothing? You're the only team that couldn't score 
and there's teams that are supposed to do crappier than you that at least got something. That's that's crazy. And the surprise, I think, probably of the whole weekend after Aaron Rodgers went out with injury, the Jets win in overtime 22-16 over the Bills. Cooper, before we get into that Monday night game, anything of those other games that we talked about surprise you? I mean, really, the, the Bengals? Yeah. The Browns? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, what? You just, you, Joe Shiesty. I paid the money. Just got paid. The money. And look what he did. 82 yards passing for the whole game. He usually gets 82 yards in the first quarter. Like, what the hell's wrong with him? That defense, I don't know what it is, but the Browns own the Bengals for some reason. It's just, I guess it's the history from when the, when, um, Paul Brown got mad when they fired him from being coach at Cleveland, and so he went and created his own team, and he's been kind of their bitch ever since, or his team has been their bitch ever since, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> crazy, dude. I mean, and then, you know, the Dolphins and the Chargers, that was pretty damn cool, too. Crazy back and forth. Two are putting up 466 yards through the air. It does, it does make you feel bad for Herbert because, you know, he's our guy. You look good. And you, you look good. And it wasn't really his fault they lost. So it is what it is with it. But it was a good game, man. How much yeah. longer do you give Brandon Staley, honestly? Uh, does he even make it through the season? Uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. He is a defensive-minded coach, but yet his defense gave up 36 freaking points. And they have a lot of good talents on that defense. It's not like he's got a bunch of nobodies. It's not like he has Aaron Donald and a bunch of who? Yeah. Who's that? Who is that? I don't know who, who that is. Who there? You know, it's like if my team gave up 36, I'd understand. Because it's Aaron Donald and a bunch of who? Who right. is that? Right. I don't know that. The only one you can name... And you can barely name him only because you know he's a cousin of freaking LaDainian Tomlinson. <laughs> there you go. Or if you're a hard enough core fan like me, you know Ernest Jones is a good linebacker and stuff like that. But other yeah. than that, if you don't know, no. You don't really know unless you, you don't know. know you don't know. That's right. And, and if you know, you know. So good news for your team is, yes, you didn't look great against San Francisco. But honestly, nobody else in your division looked good winning either. Which you had two inter, inter you had two play each other in the division, and then the Ravens didn't look that great against the Texans. So I expect you all to be okay. Yeah, because that division did not look good. I mean, let, let's be honest. We'll bounce back. They mm-hmm. always do. So it's just it's just the first game of the year. I don't know how y'all didn't fire Matt Canada and get Kellen Moore, but that's just me. Would have been nice. I'm yeah. Definitely. All right, let's talk about uh, that Monday Night Football game, shall we? Let's do that. So, yeah. So, four snaps in is all we got of Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform in regular season. He played a couple drives, I think, in the final preseason game. But that was two weeks ago. All we got was four snaps of Aaron Rodgers. What I found the funniest about this, we were watching the Manning cast. Mm-hmm. And when he went down, they didn't know what to talk about after that. They did not. They're like, I, I had this all planned out. Man. Like, what do we talk about now? <laughs> it was fantastic. It was, it was awesome. It was, I, I, do, I do enjoy listening to them talk. And, 
and then having and having a uh, what's his name, the guy they had on there, McEnroe. McEnroe, yes, yeah. they had McEnroe on there. That was cool. <laughs> Johnny McEnroe. Yes, Johnny McEnroe. <laughs> Sorry, I drew a blank, but yeah, man, it was it was nice to to see that, but four freaking snaps. Pop goes the Achilles. Like, what the hell? You ran out onto the field with the damn flag, did your little showboat and shit before the game, and that's all we give from you. It's all true. And I love love the memes they've been coming out with. Oh, I'm sure. The the Rob Schneider one. Oh, we suck again. Oh, no, we suck again. Oh, yeah. I was just like, Honestly, though, I'll give the Jets team credit for sticking in long enough to pull the upset in overtime. Yeah. Because, yes, it became an official upset at home when you lost Rodgers because nobody saw that win coming after that. And what was great, too, watching the Manning cast, and you're looking at Eli, and he looks like he got freaking – he was buffering. He couldn't – he was not – his face was stuck, dude. It was just stuck in that one look, and you're just like, is he buffering? <laughs> He's like, are you okay, bro? <laughs> Man, at least Manny was moving. Um, You know, Peyton was moving. Eli just looked like he was frozen. He's like, like what? <laughs> uh, uh, I think we all uh, kind of felt that way. Like, there was so much hype to, to Man, you know. To the game. To the game with with Aaron Rodgers coming out. It just it really was like that's it? That's it. That's all? That's all. And you got paid that much for four fucking snaps. Excuse my language, but ten million dollars per snap, bro. It's like, dude, what the Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't I just I'm just like Huh? What did what did we just witness here? Man, Storybook, a storybook ending for the game, though, is the rookie who made the team, was on hard knocks that he made the team as an undrafted free agent, and then he gets to walk it off with a punt return for a touchdown. That is so awesome, dude. What, what a Rudy moment. Right? That's fantastic right there. You just got to appreciate that one. I just, you know, uh, Xavier Gibson, that's what it was, 65-yard Punt return to walk off the game. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. That's awesome. But yeah, other than that, holy crap, what did we witness? <laughs> it just sucked because, like, I I was looking forward to it. I even watched a couple episodes of Hard Knocks, mm-hmm. and it didn't look too bad. And it looked like Aaron Rodgers was actually like really trying to get close to the team, really trying to. To make things happen, I seen him working with Zach Wilson, trying to get him geared up and ready to go. And it's kind of good that he did, obviously, because he actually played like he wanted to be there. So after he went down, so <laughs> sorry, I just read a meme <laughs> oh, about Colin Kaepernick. Hmm. It's 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 funny. It says a. Uh, Breaking, Colin Kaepernick has agreed to a one-year $17.5 million contract with the New York Jets. The Jets did not agree, citing they already have a trash can quarterback. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you don't want to see Kaepernick back at all. Nobody wants to see that craziness. 
But I'm just I'm just shocked though. I was really am. I was just something like, what are we witnessing? And why does it feel like this is just like the worst thing that could have possibly happened at this moment? But also at the same time, doesn't it just feels like this was what was supposed to happen to the Jets? Because of all the hype talking about they're gonna be the Super Bowl contender. They should be able to be the ones that go to the Super Bowl, win it, get that first championship they haven't had since Super Bowl three, and then to all crumble in four snaps. Yeah. All because Aaron Rodgers has to sit there and hold the ball longer than he should have. Here's what it is, man. What 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 the craziest part about it is is it didn't even look like it really hurt him. Well, like it really did not look like he, he was hurt, dude. Unfortunately, like we talked about the other night, I think it was the adrenaline. Once the adrenaline wore off as he was standing there, yeah, the pain intolerance just shot through the roof, and he just went, "Oh crap, my leg!" Because you know you're in the game, you're hyped up, you're on adrenaline. He didn't feel that bad, and then all of a sudden, you come off that adrenaline rush, and boom, you're just like, "Holy crap, what is that?" And he just collapsed and. That's what Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to be back next year. I think he should just retire. And... He's claiming he's coming back. He's already said on the Pat McAfee show today he's coming back. But at the same time, you really got to rehab that thing strong and hard and core. And I, I don't know if he just has that mentality, dude. He hasn't really ever shown that he has that kind of mental toughness to him where he's just like, I'm going to fight this through and see it through to the end. I mean, really, what's the point? I mean, you got paid. You got paid. You can go off, let them trade for some other quarterback, and try again. Yeah. So, I mean, and Jets, honestly, you get you had to give up a first rounder, and then you next year you don't have to give up the second rounder. I mean, you only have to give up a second rounder. You don't have to give up a first rounder. So hey, win win, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but yeah, all that hype for nothing, and hopefully, I don't, I don't even really care because I don't really care about what the Jets do because usually they suck anyways. Mm-hmm. But it's just it was kind of, kind of, kind of give you that old school vibe. Like, can the Jets actually do something? Right. I mean, but you know, it is what it is. It kind of sucks. All right, absolutely. All right, bro. Let's finish this off with uh. With a prediction, we're going to predict uh, the Jaguars game next week. Why? Because they're playing Kansas City. We've got Kelsey and Chris Jones coming back. Cooper, who you got? Dude, I'm sorry. I love the Jaguars, but I'm I'm taking the Chiefs over this one. I'm going to have to. It's going to be be a good game. Don't get me wrong. But let's be honest. With Kelsey back and Chris Jones, not only that, but you know how Mahomes is when he's lost. When he's lost a game, he's going to come back the next week with fire, dude. And he is not happy. And especially the way they've made fun of him on social media and things like that. He's going to come out and he's going to uh, show him who he is. Mm-hmm. It's never good to make fun of the, the Mahomes boy because you know how he is. Yeah. You have a score prediction? No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> even. Gonna, you don't want I'm it? not even gonna touch that because 
Like I don't want I don't want to disrespect the Jaguars at all, and I don't want to sit there and say that there's this is not going to be a good game because it is. I think it's going to be a high scoring game on both sides. To be honest, yeah, because of the fact that Chris Jones might be back, he can put pressure on Trevor, but Trevor. We can see we we see where he can move. If he wants to get out of that pocket and get away, he can do it. Yeah. So I'm not gonna totally say that there's not a chance for it to be a high octane good good matchup. Right. What do you think? I smell upset. Oh, I see so you saying the Jaguar is gonna win? I smell upset. It's gonna be close though. I have a just a I have a little bit of an inkling. 38-35. I was thinking in the 30s. Team, I think the Jaguars will have one last shot to get into field goal range. They will just get into field goal range and kick a game-winning field goal. 38-35. We'll see what happens with it. I mean, it's going to be a good game. Oh, it's going to be a great I just game. Think that, I think that my homeboy is going to come back and he's going to make an example and I kind of honestly hope that it's during my team's game so I can just watch that game. <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch my team next week. Are you serious? It's it's. I just watched what that team did to your team. And your team's better than my team. Thank you. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I don't know about that, bro. Mm, pretty sure about that, bro. What time is that game next week? We're on it for Jaguars. Is on at one, isn't it? Break it's on one. I have to watch my game. Anyway. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, at least you guys play on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I get a little bit of a break till Monday with it. Like, eh. Well, hopefully, because ESPN is going to have the Saints-Panthers game that the ABC team will be, not be Joe Buck and freaking Psychopath. If it is, we still got Frank, time cast. You're good. Uh, no, because ESPN2 and ESPN are home doing the Saints-Panthers game, which means the Manning cast will probably be on, on the Saints-Panthers game. Sorry, bro. I feel sorry for you. I'm not going to listen to them. I'll just freaking put in headphones and watch the game. And listen to music. You're such a weirdo, but anyway. I'm sorry. I don't want to listen to idiots. Okay. Well, this <laughs> has been fun. It has been fun, hasn't it? Um, sure. So glad we did it, and can't wait to come back tomorrow with some wrestling talk. Yeah, that's going to be strange. A little bit, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to hear me go off about some things. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? You got a teaser for us? It's a wee bit? The man. Oh, yeah. The man. Oh. That's all I'm going to say is the man. Oh, yeah. I remember now. Yep. Yeah, I'm not saying anything more because if I do, I'm just going to go off. Cooper's going to be on a soapbox tomorrow. This is going to be fun. I can't <laughs> wait. This is going to be interesting. Cooper gets to be on a soapbox this time. <laughs> I love it when it's someone else who gets to be on the soapbox. I mean, I'm not always just feeling like I'm hogging the soapbox. That's okay. You'll hog the soapbox next week when, you know. Never mind. We won't say anything about your, your game. There you go. Hey, man, I was pretty nice. I didn't talk too much about my team today. or I didn't even homer about the Ducks either, and that was really hard not to because... You know, they did good, man. 
And, you know, we're playing Hawaii, so we should win. Yeah, it shouldn't be no big deal there. So, all right, man. So that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk. Please tune in next time, which is tomorrow for Wrestling Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at Sports Talk dot Cooper dot Big Man. Or you can email us at Sports Talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's Sports Talk. W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, big man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.